0: Hi everyone, I'm Kendra, and I'm Miranda, and this it's is Tales, Tales from the, from the Bedpan. All right.
1: Okay,
0: well, welcome, welcome to another epi.
1: We just put on some under-eye masks. Yep, getting that self-care in while
0: we're recording
1: a little bit. While podcast. we prepare to start working tomorrow.
0: Yay. Um. Yeah. Oh my
1: god, what,
0: what, how are you today? You know, it's okay, it's Okay. I am, I work the next six out of seven days. So I hear that. That is, I am pretty much dreading that. Um. But you know, when it's
1: over, I get seven days off. There you go. That's so well, what makes it worth it, maybe? What should we talk about today? We'll have more stories after our work week finishes. <laughs> but for now, why don't we talk about precepting? Since mm. I got to precept you... And now we're precepting others.
0: Yes. I actually have really enjoyed it. I have precepted two new grads and I have really enjoyed it. The first new grad I precepted, she was just like amazing. And honestly, I feel like we were like paired really well. We had like um, similar personality types. Um, So that meshed well. And she's just, she was like super smart and super observant. Um, so I didn't have to like tell her every little thing, every step of the way through. She would just observe and say, oh, I saw you do this. So I did that, which was super nice.
1: Um, why don't we talk about the catastrophe that is this new, uh, orientation? Yes.
0: Okay. So, so we, how I got precepted was I got hired on to my unit. I interviewed for my unit. Mm -hmm. I got hired on to my unit. And then I was precepted for 12 weeks mm-hmm. on my unit. Miranda and um, our good friend Angela was my preceptors mm-hmm. for the most part. I had a couple in-betweensies. Yeah. Um, but now they are... Oh, my God. It What a disaster. They are letting the new grads... like I think they kind of pick a like specialty kind of, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, they float um between two different hospitals and all the different like units in their specialties. So if they want like critical care, it's like the step down progressive unit and the ICU and they float between multiple hospitals yep. and multiple units. And then if they want like med surge, they'll go to like all different kinds. Like yeah. a bariatric, spine unit.
1: Yep. There's just like the surgical trauma unit, yeah. medical unit um, yeah. And I mean, essentially what it is, is so over the course of 12 weeks, so I think for the first, what, eight weeks? Eight, eight weeks. They they do what Kendra's saying. They bounce around from unit to unit to unit. Sometimes like in a one week span, so three shifts, they'll go to three different units and it's like three different, you know, staff, three different, the way yeah. they do things are all different. So they never get used to doing things the same way. They never get into a routine. So every time they go to a unit, it's like they're there for the very, like, it's like their first day all over again, every single time. Mm -hmm. And then they have this stupid matchmaking ceremony. Matching. (laughs) After eight weeks. It's like, it's like what they do for physicians. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and they have to, I guess what, um, our boss was telling me is that they had, they have to stand up at this matching ceremony and um, they get matched to their unit, and then they have to stand on stage and say their mission statement. Oh my god! That That's would so, just that gives me anxiety god, to think about it. And thank god, 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 I god I never. I had didn't do that. have to do anything like that. Yeah. But then, and then they get to train on their unit as a new grad for four weeks. Four and weeks. Then, and then they're set off. Go on into yeah. the into the deep. So I got a a new grad that was going through this. And when I, she was in her sixth or seventh week of orientation, technically. And she was like, I'm taking one to two patients. So I had her, I think, for a total of four shifts. So I had her, like, a Friday one week. And then I had her, like, all three days for that next week that I worked. Um, and I had her up to four by the end of it and she was doing very well, but I think that they need to be like pushed and challenged because that's how you really utilize like your critical thinking and stuff. And I
1: know, and that's what makes, you know, orienting on the same unit so much better because say you spend like the first week. Getting to know where everything is, which is half the battle when you float to another unit, you know, everything is, you get to know the staff, you know, the doctors, the resources, and the, the, like, policies of that floor, like, every floor does things differently. Mm -hmm. And so, use that one week, and then the way you should progress, which I just feel like the way people have progressed just anyway is, you know, say their first day they'll take one patient, okay, see how they do, because they went through nursing school, they know how to do assessments, they know how to pass meds, so like, okay, okay, perfect, that'll be week one. And I think progressively they should be taking, at least where they were at by week six or seven, they should be taking three to four patients. Definitely three, probably four, because you should spend those last few weeks taking the max amount of patients that you get because that's your time to learn. Absolutely. And it's your time to
0: be like bailed out by your yeah. preceptor should you need it. And yeah. it's the time that you're, you really like have to get in the groove of your time management like right. and like I said like you have a bailout should you need it mm-hmm. while you're kind of trying to find your groove with managing yeah. your time like managing your time on a med surge unit is like half the battle right
1: yeah and I mean now th- that's the time to do it because you have someone to fall back on you have someone to ask for help that's the time to struggle a little bit to see like push yourself absolutely. push your limits absolutely uh so yeah so this whole thing that they're doing kind of screwed us up too because i also had a an orientee in week i think it was her week seven which i didn't learn until you told me that it was week seven i don't know why i didn't ask and i you know we met when we were doing our huddle in the morning um and i introduced myself to her and i was like okay so like how many patients are you taking and she was like oh i don't know like one to three I was like, okay, that's quite a bit of a range, but let's get report on the patients and then you tell me how you're feeling. But I think you should take three because you're as far along as you are, which I didn't know at that time. But So we got report. We had two patients that were essentially independent, probably going to be discharged that day, and then three other patients. And so I asked her, I was like, oh, which patients do you want to take? Oh, I'll take these two that are independent. No. First of all... Okay, if you're going to do that, which I told her, I was like, if you're taking independent patients, you have to take at least another patient. And also, that's not a good sign when you're just, oh, I'll take the independent ones. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you want to push yourself? This is exactly. your time to learn. Why yes. are you not wanting like, to learn? Like, you're going to
0: be so, like, a fish out of water when you have to take patients yeah. on your own. Yeah. Like, you should take the harder patients or, like, cases, like... That you've never had to
1: do before. Right. Like a CBI. You yeah. Know? You don't want to be taking... And that's, that's actually one of the patients we had that day. And she's yeah. like, I don't know if I feel comfortable. I was like, I'm here for you, but I think you exactly. should really take this patient. Look at the history. Talk to him. Yeah. Don't yeah. just... Yeah. One you... of the
0: struggles I had when I was precepting was that we were the COVID floor. Yeah. I mm-hmm. took COVID patients. Like, I didn't even get to give blood until I was off of precepting. Yeah. Like, you know, it's... You want to kind of soak in as much as you can while you're precepting so you have somebody to kind of like explain things yeah. to you and, and just like work with you about these things that you're not familiar with. Yeah. Like take on as many different disease processes mm-hmm. and and foreign things as you can because this is the time to actually yeah. learn how to do it yeah. properly. Right.
1: Yeah. And so just, I mean, I had her a total of two days. So that was, that first time I had her was my third shift. Um, And she just, I don't think that she is going to do well, or I think she's going to be like the nurse on the floor that is like, oh, she's so lazy. Oh, she doesn't Mm -hmm, want to do this, mm -hmm. which I hate to say, but every hospital has those nurses. Oh, for sure. And so she had discharged, so she had three patients. I had two patients. So she discharged one of them and I was like, perfect. I think you should get into the habit of taking admissions like, it's a really good – and that way you can learn about patients, see how the process works, all that. And so um, our charge nurse gives us the sheet that has, like, a report sheet for the new patient coming up. And it was kind of confusing. So she came up. She's DNR. She had something confusing in the notes from prior admissions that if she comes in, you know, if com- – like, quote, unquote, if comfort care or comfort measures fail, then – I don't know how it was yeah. worded, but it I was it remember. was very confusing, and the, and the patient was confused, so couldn't really talk for herself, and the son, who was her healthcare proxy, was not available, not answering the phone for hours and hours and hours while this patient was in the emergency mm-hmm. department, and this lady's pretty sick, and so they were like, okay, well, if we can't get clarification, we're gonna give her care until we can get clarification because it's not clear what we're supposed right. to be doing, right? And so that's kind of like the rundown I got from the hospitalist who was admitting the patient. So I told her, I was like, okay, I think you should take report on this patient and then we'll do the admission together. And she was like, oh no, when there's this legal stuff going on, I don't feel comfortable taking the patient. And I was like, well, it's not a legal thing. Like we're not really going to do too, too much for when she comes up. We're going to keep her comfortable, give her stuff that we otherwise would be doing until we get clarification. No, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Like you should take the admission. And I was like, why don't you at least take report? And then, you know, if anything comes back around or the family has questions, there's like, I'll, I'll take the brunt of that. It's fine because technically, even if you're taking report and you're taking the patient, it still falls on me. Nope. No, no. I don't feel comfortable doing that. What? You should take the patient. At that point is my day three. I was like, whatever. So I took report and I told her and I was like, okay, like, let's do the assessment together. Let's look at the skin. Mm-hmm. The whole time she's staying there, she's like fidgeting. She's looking at her Apple Watch. And she's like, um, do you really need me in here? I need to go, I need to go hang an antibiotic. And I was like, well, I thought we were going to do this together. I know, but I really need to hang this antibiotic. She left, literally just never came back. And I couldn't really do the admission anyway, because this lady was just out of it. So then it comes like, you know, the sun finally calls back. We get approval to put an NG tube down because this lady is like throwing up blood. And so this is the same day that you're precepting and... The doctor was like, okay, well, I want to put an NG tube in her, blah, 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 whatever it takes. We need to get that in her and like make her feel better. So I told my orientee, I was like, it's a really good opportunity. Have you put an NG tube before? No, I've only watched it. Okay, well, I think it's a good opportunity for you to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'll just watch you do it. I'm like, the best way to Mm -hmm. get good at it Mm -hmm. is to do it. And there's really like, if I talk you through it, it's better for you to feel these things than to watch me because you're really essentially watching me put a tube down. You're not really watching me do anything because you can't no. see internally. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And until you kind of like get the what it feels yeah. like, like you, watching it only does so much. right?
1: So and you're going to be doing this on your own in a few weeks.
0: So yeah, I had my, my precept, yeah. my so little orientee put it down.
1: I told Kamdura, I was like, just pretend I didn't tell you any of this. And I want you to like, we'll get all the supplies. And you talk to my preceptor and say, okay, here you go. And that's what you did. And so we had the NG tube. We had like the lubrication for it, all that stuff. And you handed the tube to my Orientee and you're like, Okay, there you go. She said, I'm not doing that. I'm just gonna watch. And your Orientee was like, Can I do it? I want more practice. And mm-hmm. I was like, Yes. And she did an amazing she job. She did
0: it amazingly.
1: And, and she felt in, so good about and it. We are in the same spot. But she know? felt so good about it. Yes. And I just don't think that this girl is gonna succeed. And I no. hate to say that, but you need to this is this is your career. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my little, my under-eye my under eye mask is falling off or um, sliding
0: down. Yes, yes, for sure. I mean, it, you need to do as many things as you can. She yeah. ended up choosing a department that, that is just, um, they take less critical patients, which is fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I, I feel like she did it because it, you, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just stammering now. You can tell the nurses that kind of get into nursing because they thought it was going to be some kind of field day or it's like, it's this glamorized job sometimes I think. And it's just like, it is not glamorous. And if you're getting into it for the money, Sorry. Ellen. You are in the wrong field. Yeah, I don't like, know what type of misconception or misresearch yes, you did, but Absolutely. It, like like we make okay money, but for what we have to do and what we have to go through, we do not make good money. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're not going to come to come to work and do nothing and then make, get a paycheck. For it's like sure. you're going to have to put in the work for it. You run your ass off. But also you were in nursing school, you know that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, she just and then so that was the end of that day and it was just and then she was like, "Can you scan my badge and, and rate me and like put it?" Oh yeah. Yeah, how and did put you in do that? I honestly scanned it and then I got distracted I never did it. And I was also at the same time kind of scared that she would see it, but she I would not have rated her well. I I mean, she wasn't coming to our unit, but I just uh, yeah, that was not yeah, good. Yeah, I
0: see. I'm always wondering like how I would take it if I had a priest uh, a orientee like that. Like yeah. I have been lucky enough. I mean, when I got this this last one that was kind of on that the path that is so weird. Yeah. She was very timid. Yeah. halfway through her ori- like her preceptorship. Yeah. And like, I want you to come with me when I do my assessments. I want to watch you do your assessments like halfway through your preceptorship. I feel like first of all, like assessing should be down the path
1: because you did it all through nursing all
0: through school. nursing school like yeah. that's what you start with mm-hmm. but you know i am but i was more than happy to do it like if you want to see as many like how nurses assess like if you want to see as many of those as you possibly can like good for you because yeah. i feel like that is only going to improve your assessment yeah. skills but you know and i did like her first day i went to her with her first couple of assessments with it's yeah. like you're doing fine yeah you know you're yeah. you're fine and I, I would, I was challenging her to do more on her own. Right. Like, I didn't want to, to babysit her. Of course, I was making sure that she was yeah. doing things correctly, but you don't need a babysitter at this point. You're an RN. Yeah. You have a license. I
1: honestly feel like by week three or four, typically, if she had been on our unit the entire time, she would have a lot more confidence. But because they're doing this weird thing. hmm they don't know every, every unit is foreign to them. Yeah. I don't blame her for being that way because I would be the same way. I'd yeah. be like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. She ended up picking our unit. I know. I'm so happy. I know. She's going to be great. Yes. She's so sweet.
0: Yes. Um, but I feel like, you know, I, she even said it on her last day. Like, like she was explaining things to me that mm-hmm. was going on with her patients and she was kind of talking me through their meds and why they were on them, or, like, why she would do a certain thing. And she, like, really said it. She's like, I feel like I'm actually using, like, my critical thinking skills. Yeah. And it's like, you should be. You yeah. should be. I mean, for a new grad, it's it's hard, like, utilizing your critical thinking because everything is just kind of, like, getting thrown at you. Right. You, you don't really have time to think. Exactly. Like, to tell you you're just you're trying to, to like, kind of survive at that point. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, it's good that you're when you notice that you are actually critical. Yeah. Motivated. And I
1: really think having a good preceptor and good staff makes such a difference because the positive reinforcement for someone to notice, like like when she put in the NG tube, yes. I told her, I was like, thank you for doing that. Like you did amazing. It's yes. perfect. That goes a long way. Even, mm-hmm. even however many years into nursing, when yes. someone tells you you're doing a good job, it, it is the di- it's the difference.
0: But that was them. one thing that she did say. And it's kind of nice hearing that um, because I mean, I feel it on our unit, but that she went to other units and she's like this unit really like there's a lot of teamwork on this unit and it really feels yeah. like like you have people to ask questions mm-hmm. to or ask for help and they're willing to do it. Yeah. And that's just like what does that say about other nursing units? Like I know, seriously.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Everyone's burnt out so Every, to be I honest like, like
0: I can't I can't say I know. that I blame anybody. It's just like
1: ugh yeah. it is what what is this world that they've made nursing now it's so frustrating it, is. it sucks yeah and just because i'm just on a tangent apparently of talking shit about <laughs> people i was gonna text you this morning because kendra sent me a video and i was gonna text it and i was like i'm gonna say this for a podcast because i don't think she was there that day actually i think this was the same day of that lockdown <laughs> i
0: think oh, yeah, <laughs> and you just had it um
1: it was i mentioned this particular person mm-hmm Uh, in our last video. Yeah, yeah. Or video. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Audio (laughs) recording. Um, so I hate any form of confrontation. Hate it. Um, and for some reason, I am always caught talking shit by the person I am talking shit about. Do you really? Yeah. So, this happened, and I hate I hated myself. I literally went... Oh my god, I can't wait to yeah. hear it. I'm so embarrassed for you. Oh, it. I have a secondhand embarrassment for myself. Okay. So I was sitting... I, it's so hard to explain kind of what our charge desk looks like. But it's essentially like a chair, a computer, and then like directly to my right, probably 10 feet away, is another computer, like two computers with two chairs, which you can hear what each other is saying. So I just... I watched this particular nurse walk into a patient's room for the second time with a fully catheter kit. She's like, I'm going to try for the second time. Like, I couldn't get the catheter in and he was in a ton of pain. Like, I'm going to try it again. So I see her walk into the room and I never see her walk out. So I feel comfortable that she's not around. So I turn to my left <laughs> with my back facing the other computers. Oh, no. And I'm telling one of the CNAs and I'm like, oh, my God into my room if I was a patient oh. and tried to put a Foley in me I think I would immediate, I would leave AMA I think I would rather no. no 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 I think I said I would rather have my bladder explode than have her put a catheter in me and so the CNA is looking at her phone and she's like ha 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 like whatever so then I turn to the computer and then I hear a noise to my right and I just happen to turn she's sitting right there and I was like Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> no! god. I oh no! I felt my face get hot and red and I looked at the CNA and I was like, I, ha- I have to walk away. I hate myself right now. So I walk to the back of the unit and I find another nurse. I'm sitting down. I'm like, so I hate myself right now because I always do this. And then I told her what happened and she was like, oh man, I feel so bad for you. She's like, that <laughs> sucks.
0: How embarrassing. Yeah, and so then
1: I go back to the charge desk because mind you this time it's 3 30 so i have many hours left of my shift many
0: hours and she
1: comes up to me she goes hey buddy old pal um i was like oh my god Stop i'm like please it. go like no i'm not she's like hey buddy old pal um so and then she was asking me a question about like a wound back or something and i was like oh yeah let me take a look at it and i didn't know if she heard me at that point so i asked the cna and i'm like do you think she heard me she said, i don't think she did and i'm like i think she did because i'm not quiet and so the rest of the shift was just really awkward, and I just felt I wanted to kick myself in the face. Did she ever, like, mention anything? No. No, she did not. Um, and I'm still convinced to day that she heard it. But that's okay, because I think she knows I don't really like her that much. That's fair. Um, But a lot of people don't. But it's fine. I just, I hate that. I hate that. And I hate yeah. any sort of confrontation. And then um, we had, um, at 11 o'clock, we do like a meeting with the doctors and we talk about this and that. So we're doing this new thing because they're making all these changes in the hospital about, you know, we're only going to round with um, like the three hospitalists that are on our floor who have patients. And then the rest of them round in other units, like they're trying to divide the hospitalists into different units. So we got through all the doctors and the certain teams that we were supposed to meet with. And so I messaged this doctor and he said, Hey, you have two patients in our unit. Like, did you want to come to rounds? Like we're all done. And he texts me back. Well, I wish you would just text me and let me know that you're ready to see me. And I was like, well, we're doing the new rounding thing. I didn't know if you were supposed to come up here. And he was like, I don't know what you were talking about. And so he comes back up. He gives me like an earful for no reason. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, this is the first time I'm doing this sort of rounding. I don't know how this works. And then behind the charge desk, there's a wall. And then there's more computers where the doctors sit. (laughs) And don't I start to run my mouth. And I'm like, Dr. So-and-so was such a dick to me this morning. Yada, 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 yada. And then another nurse is like, he's sitting right there. He's (laughs) sitting, like, right behind you. And then he pops out of nowhere, and he's like, oh, he's asking about where the prescription's printed. This is all on the same day. I will never speak again. No, I... I I
0: did that, like, this last week. I was, by my last shift, I was such a grump. Yeah. Like, I was so grumpy. And I walk up to the charge desk, and yeah, we have, it's like this... Another wall, like, a floor-to-ceiling wall with, like, four computers in the back that the doctors use. And I walk up to the charge desk, like, this doctor is such a fucking moron. I cannot <laughs> fucking believe that. <laughs> and charge was, like, they're literally right there. Oh. I mean, thankfully, the doctor wasn't. Um, For me. For you, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I mean, they're so inconspicuous yeah. back there. I don't like it. I just,
1: I am not a confrontational person, but my god, I have a huge mouth. <laughs> for someone who hates confrontation. I put my foot in my mouth quite a bit, Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I do. I do. I hate myself. Yep. <laughs> but I will continue to do it, Yay! and we'll see who gets caught <laughs> next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I
0: hate that. I hate, too, when I'm in a patient's room, and uh, I just foot in mouth
1: and I'm just like yep so I still have to be in here for quite some time oh my god oh oh my god no this is this always happens and I think we all do it is we have the CWA patients that come in that are withdrawing from alcohol and they have a drinking problem and you'll give them a cup of pills and you're like just take it like a shot and I'm like oh my oh god oh my god <laughs> nice yeah nice. So, you know yeah
0: yeah that's a good one that's a good one um I made a patient cry last week and then okay. I quickly exited. <laughs> I also don't like when people cry. Same. I oh my god. <sighs> nope. Oh my oh <sighs> my god. Who did you make cry? The the um it's it's a very sad story, honestly. Like she is younger yeah. and she has uh, terminal cancer. She was on our unit a few months ago. Um, And was told that she is terminal. Yeah. And so she is, she's back. And I mean, she's got a family, kids, like husband, like it's so sad. And so um, I had taken her over from another nurse because I started with six patients, discharged a couple. So I took a patient from a nurse that was still had six patients. Mm. So i kind of inherited this patient like most of the way through shift. And so I was like, "Oh, I remember you. You were in this other room." And um her kids had come in like all dressed up for like homecoming mm-hmm. to like show oh, her. My God, my heart. I know. And so I was like, "Yeah, your kids came in and she just started crying." And I was like, "Well, now that I've made you cry, I'm going to go." Yeah. Like, I'm just so awkward. No, I'm so No, I am so too. awkward. No, Especially I am too. with tears. I'm like
1: Anything I can
0: do for oh you? Oh, my
1: God. I And I hate crying. Like, I physically hate oh, crying. Yeah. I hate when people cry in front of me because I am very awkward. I don't know. <laughs> do I put my arm around you? Because that's even more awkward. Mm-hmm, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. But it's hard with the patients. Like, I definitely think I've become a little better with emotions since yeah. becoming a nurse. But even at the same time, patients start crying. And I'm like, don't Dude, cry. Dude, I also work hospice. I know. Why am I not better with, like, emotion? I just think that's our personalities. I think we're just not emotional people. And that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. It's fine. I just, I will, I will offer my shoulder for you to cry on, but I will not cry with you.
0: No. And I just like, I wish I was like more comforting because whenever I make somebody cry, I just try and like use a little bit of humor Humor, to not make them cry. And I don't know if that's always like the most appropriate thing to do. I know. But that's how so, we cope. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, I I am the exact same but way. But if anybody has any, like, tips on what to do to not you be cold cold so hearted, to cry, please let me know, yeah. because <laughs> I need some good, uh, I need some good material here, <laughs> uh, because mine sucks. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, or maybe even just, like, tips on how not to make people cry. That would also be <laughs> helpful.
1: Sorry, hon. Can't help you with that. You're not going to find that for me. Oh. Um, I mean, with crying, though, patient I had there, 20, he's 20, he's younger than me, 25-year-old guy. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, type 1 diabetic, so I was born with it. Um, uh, very, very poorly managed, you know, blood sugars through the roof, has been hospitalized for that, has, like, his skin's just a mess, which, if you're diabetic or you're aware of diabetics, like, ability to heal, it's kind of ass. When you have diabetes, it's kind of ass, but especially if you're uncontrolled, poorly
0: managed. Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
1: And so he's super young. He has like, you know, I don't think he's quite in kidney failure, but he, his kidneys aren't doing great. Um, he's not healing. Oh, he's in heart failure. Yes. Yeah. He's 25. Yeah. Yep, I remember. Like, diabetes is nothing to mess around with. It's very serious. But he also, he also has another underlying disease yeah, that yeah. contributes to that. But he comes in and he cries and cries and cries. And, you know, I I did talk to him. I'm not very good at, like, again, not good at confronting. But he was crying and he was like, I just want to give up. I want to do this. And I'm like, you are too young. You have your entire life ahead of you like don't give up like you you're still at the point that you can do so much and your body is Mm -hmm. young like you can do so much but this man's came in this time i this man's. i don't have (laughs) male parts but oh my gosh this man's scrotum was huge so understandably so he was in pain but hot damn, I have never seen a body part okay. that swollen before. I had a patient um,
0: in hospice. He was clearly terminal. Um, cancer. It was not prostate cancer. But again, his, his balls were like the size of basketballs. Oh. So his wife takes one of those infinity scarves. Oh my... Yes! And tucks it underneath his balls and around his neck.
1: Shut so up. So he could walk around
0: and not be in pain. How big is a scarf? Because I'm picturing like a Marilyn
1: Manson setup where he's trying to do the deed on himself. Oh. So probably a no. long infinity scarf. Yes, scar. yes. <laughs> One you could probably wrap around
0: your head a couple of not times. Not like donut
1: size? No, no. Okay, okay. I got, I got a Marilyn Manson. I don't even know if that rumor's is true, Marilyn Manson. But anyway, I, <coughs> yeah, I digress. We went
0: to a... We went to a dark spot. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to just give you a cool inventive idea. And we went there.
1: I wonder if we could... Oh my God. What would we name it? Ooh. If we had a company where they were... I mean, they are not going to be infinity scarves, but essentially infinity scarves meant for I mean, scrotal swelling. Scrotal swelling. The the sling sack. Sack sling. <laughs> sack hammock. <laughs> Oh
0: um. God. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'll have to think on that one. It should be something quippy, though. Quippy? Quippy.
1: What is quippy? I mean, Wait, like... I'll ask Siri. Hey, Siri. <laughs> what is quippy? Here's what I found. Oh, it is. Thank you. A witty you. or clever saying. <gasps> a merry quip. I told you it was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I like it.
0: I'm going to use it Yeah, just because I couldn't pronounce compensatory last time that's okay
1: i knew what you meant all right um all right i think we're just getting to the point that we're ranting about nothing yeah so, so i think we should just let's be done with this one all right guys well okay, thanks for hanging with us yep. today see ya see ya bye